This is Thrivecasters. Thriving, not surviving. Tackling youth issues that matter to you. Welcome to this week's episode of Thrivecasters, where we will be discussing life after lockdown. Um, your hosts today are me, Wasilis Medley, and Hannah Galloway. So, it's a very relevant topic today. As lockdown measures begin to lift, there's a lot of discussions about what our communities will be like post-COVID. From social distancing to changes in employment, we want to know the challenges and opportunities life after lockdown might bring. So to start with, what does the new normal look like? So like the new normal for me, uh, like I've, I've changed jobs, I've got way more in touch with my own hobbies, that's for me. Um, but then in terms of like outside uh, and I guess everybody would have seen the supermarkets have got the signs on the floor. I know there's, the, there's going to be the mask for the supermarkets ne- next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but the new normal is changing all the time. And I think that's what the, new, the biggest overriding feeling is, is the fact that it's literally every week is changing what we can and we can't do. I don't know what you think. Yeah, no, I think it's the same. So like the new normal is looking forward to when the next thing opens up so I'm looking forward to the gym and then you know last week we were looking forward to shops and it's gonna be like that every time up to next year when it will be the new normal of we can actually just be fine which will be cool. Arun what do you think? Generally I'm just happy that everything's slowly starting to open up but I think I'm, I'm more looking forward to like gatherings I think like with my friends in the mosque and stuff. Have you guys had little parties or anything yet? I've been to, like, I had a tea party at my mum's um, the other day. Uh, Might have had a few cheeky formations in, in, like, a family's garden or something like that. Yeah, I think it's, like, it's been different for, like, different areas. Was it common for you guys to have um, gatherings and stuff during lockdown? I don't know about you, for Wasila, like, did you know of anyone breaking the rules? Um, I heard of a few people breaking the rules, but we were very strict about it, mostly because I'm asthmatic and I don't want to, like, the pneumonia doesn't sound nice. Um, But yeah, just coming out of it, though, so we met up with a lot of family over the weekend, but it's weird just not giving people hugs. So we've just started greeting with, like, fist bumps or elbow bumps. Mm. And and it's little things like that that are really odd, but then the young kids can't figure it out and they just run to give you a hug and it's, I have to give in. Yeah. How about you? Do you know of anyone that's broken the rules during lockdown or like games and stuff? Do you know, to be honest, I don't want to sound like a good person, but I was probably one of the few that did break the rules as well because I was not indoors at all. Yeah, no, I, like, I know of, of, like, a few people that had, like, house parties and stuff. Um, so I think a lot of people... And at the moment, in terms of, like, rules, in terms of how far we should stay apart and stuff, I don't have a clue. I literally... I don't even... I don't know what's going on right now. I know that we're meant to have masks, but I didn't. I don't know whether we're meant to be socially distancing at a metre, two metres. I don't know what's happening at the moment. I don't know whether you guys feel you know, that you know. Mm. I think my mum has a mandatory watching the news at 10 o'clock. So, yeah. But yeah, the, the thing is that even as Britain, we've just sort of been the laughing stock of global media because nobody can make up their minds. And every time Michael Gove opens his mouth, we, we just become more and more confused. And they wrap it up in the notion of common sense. Yeah. Like, but there is no common sense in this because this is not common. This is completely abnormal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. 
Um, with that being said, um, so obviously we've got the new normal, which is like ever changing. And as you said, we're still looking forward to things being open. Um, so and now we're kind of coming out of lockdown. What is there anything that you will miss about lockdown with Ella? If you want to answer first, um, I guess it was nice to have everything on pause and nice to not run after trains and things to be in places and be on time for things. And like I've done a lot of work that I probably wouldn't have done because I am just at home and I can. Because I know exactly what's going to happen and where and exactly where I'm going to be because nothing's interrupting it. I can just plan it really, really well and actually invest a lot more time in things than I would, especially because, you know, you're not spending time going out. You're not spending time doing other things or wasting money on extra pairs of shoes or like and all of these extra little things that, yeah, like I guess I've saved a lot of money and I've done a lot of stuff. Irene, what do you think? You know, to be honest, I actually agree with you as well. I think the fact that being like under lockdown rules, well, technically I wasn't, but you get trying to say like half the other places were closed. I saved a lot of money. I got to spend much more time with my family. Mm. I got to eat more healthy because I was controlling like, well, because you know, generally when you're outside, you're hungry, you, you don't, you can't really choose what you want. It's just whatever is more convenient with time and everything. So I managed to kind of, get myself into a routine and like understand things like more if that makes sense yeah um i really agree with the the fact that like getting more work done um that you wouldn't have used like i've got a completely different job now after lockdown and i don't really know whether i would have had that um and i also started drawing and stuff which i haven't done for years um and yeah i just feel like i kind of understand myself a little bit better and had more time to pause and I felt like the world has been less about money and more about like community I mean I guess it is still very much so about money but it's that's just been taken off it a little bit for me which is a good question actually it's like how do we sustain that sense of community and the, these new attitudes and I guess it feels quite holistic as well and like trying to keep this motivation, I I don't really know how I would manage to do that when everything goes back to normal. Mm, yeah, the, the the community sense of it, like when we were in full on lockdown, um, I remember, I felt like you know when every, everyone was kind of like going up to clap and like everybody was just everybody was in the same situation, like mm-hmm. everybody had to stay indoors and only go for one one walk a day. Well, that's what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah. And so we all had that thing in common. Um, and so that, that just automatically built into community. Um, mm-hmm. So since it hasn't been like that and lockdown's been lifted, I definitely haven't felt such a strong sense of community. But it's the still things that have happened that have almost built a community out of it. So I'm more involved with this organisation. Um, I've got a group chat with my friends and my family. It's like a big group chat on that nearly every day, whereas we wouldn't have done that before. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I've realised the actual importance of community in the first place. If, if it wouldn't have happened, I don't think I would have realised how important and how much purpose um, community can give you. Um, Aruna, what do you think about um, community? Uh, generally, like, the area that I grew up in anyway is quite like a tight-knit community. So, you know, like I told you, like, I was breaking the rules, etc. 
I was literally with my friends from like across the world, same block and everything. I was just literally going to the park and all playing together. Even before like that, I think community is a very like strong issue because like it helps develop the child. So, you know, like when I was growing up, seeing the people around me that like impacted me, impact me a lot. So even for the new generation, I think seeing people that show you love, check up on you and everything, that's what you need because like that's what they're going to see and that's what you're going to do in the future as well. I think that's something everybody learned though. So um, like I don't have such a strong community here. But yeah, I think they, I value my friendships a lot more. You, know, you value just the person that you see on the street that you now say hello to, that you didn't used to say hello to. It's little things like that because yeah, everybody's been in the same boat and everybody feels vulnerable. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like I've grown up in a strong sense of community. Either. When I went to uni in Swansea, which was a smaller area, there was more of a sense of community. But I feel like in Birmingham, depending on which area you're in, um, so like I'm, I'm from Bourneville, um, yeah, like you know how you go to certain places and it's like everybody knows everyone. It wasn't really like that for me. Like, it, you know, when you go to the ball ring or whatever, I don't, you don't see everyone that you know, do you? Yeah. Um, do you feel that um, for you guys now, that now we've got this new normal and we still are kind of a little bit unsure whether, oh, might we go back into lockdown or might something like that happen or, you know, that even though things are normalising, do you guys feel that your future is more uncertain? I mean, my future was uncertain anyway because I'm at that point where I don't really know what happens next. But I think with lockdown, there's been the opportunity, like as you said, that you've got a job that you would never imagine that you would have got if it weren't for lockdown. I'm sort of doing the same because I've had so much time to be able to catch up on reading and I've learned that I've learned things like Photoshop and that kind of stuff, which means that I have more opportunities and broadening where it is that I could go. I think lockdown actually gave me more security than I would have had without it because I've been able to sit down and actually hone in on skills and figure out what it is that I want to do and where I want to go. So after that and going back to uncertainty, I think that one's going to be tough, but I think that's just what happens when you finish your degree and then you try to figure out what happens next. Irene, what do you think? Uh, you know, generally, like, I don't really like planning for the future because I don't know what tomorrow holds. Mm. So, like, we, like even before, before this lockdown, how I used to live like was like till the next day, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like probably like uh, like next week or something, plan what's gonna happen in the week or something, but nothing too far ahead because like I know things will change, like and we have no control over things. No, that's quite a refreshing way to to um think actually. Just like you don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring. We definitely didn't know that coronavirus was gonna happen. Um it's, it's, I think it, it's good to be balanced, isn't it? Like, um, kind of plan for the future, but kind of almost don't wholeheartedly rely on it. Yeah. Yeah, which is what we've had to do in lockdown anyway, because we can only see a week into the future. Like, I didn't plan yeah. last week, that, well, the week before last, I didn't know that I'd be able to go out and buy food like I did last week. And then I don't know what I'll be able to do this week and next week. As I've actually made plans for the end of next week, and that's quite scary. We haven't been able to do that in a long time. Um, so, Hannah, did you learn anything new in lockdown, and what will you take, and, and will you take that with you? Um, the, as you said at the beginning, the importance of pause. So just being on the go all the time. I, for people that are, have a predisposition, like predisposition, I don't necessarily think is a good thing. So 
before lockdown, I was kind of doing meditation occasionally here and there, whereas now I try and do one every other day, if not every day. Um, so that is like a huge thing for me because before I'd just be like, well, I've got to do, I've got to do this, that, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't realise that I didn't, I rarely just sat with myself and sat with like me as a person. I was always focusing on other stimulus or what I was going to do next. Um, and yeah, and just enjoying things in the present and like now I get to see people and enjoy things and, and do stuff like that. Like I feel more gratitude and I appreciate being able to do these things more. Um, but also as well, I feel like I've realised the importance of, say, if you've got a dream, but you're too scared to do it or, you you know, or you're worrying about it and stuff. If something keeps coming back to you and you keep thinking about it, that is kind of telling you something in terms of maybe you should go and try it. And that's what I am going to be doing next year. Hopefully I will be able to travel. Um, so, yeah, if anything, I think even though lockdown has put a massive pause on everything and there's been a lot of, Obviously, there was a lot of lives lost and there was a really negative side of it. I actually took away a lot of positives from the big pause and time to almost like find myself again. What do you think, Arun? What are you going to take away from lockdown? So uh, generally, like, I thought about this deep. You know, for me, like, everything was pretty much the same. So there was nothing new that I could have done. I was, I like, honestly, you know how people was panicking about, I was not, like, I don't even watch the news, to be honest, so, like, I'm unaware of anything and everything. And I was literally relaxed in my own kind of zone, in my own world and that, and enjoying life. But I was hearing about, oh, certain people, like, their family members have got, like, corona or something, and they're not allowed to go to the hospital. And I think that aspect made me realise, I think, like, you know, generally with our family members, we don't, we don't, we, like, for example, if I leave the house today, I'm like, oh, I'll see you in a bit but there's no guarantee in that. So then I started to cherish, you know, like appreciate all the people that are close to me, that check up on me and they make an effort because like situation like this, if they ended up in hospital and you can't see them and then that was the last ever moment, kind of sits on the chest differently. So I think, I don't know, showing appreciation more to my family members, I think, if anything. Same. I think this is, it's been interesting because it's the first time that me and all of my siblings that we've all been home for years because we're moving out for uni or for jobs and then this was a moment where we actually all came home and it's been really nice to yeah like you say like appreciate everything and that everything is that we're all together and actually we we've missed each other a lot which we didn't realize and lockdown makes you realize how much you've missed each other and also how much yeah like as everything's temperamental and it it's a lot heavier and now we're actually all a lot closer as well which is a, a lifelong thing so you know yeah like as you said Hannah like everything is like it's been quite negative but there are also some really good positives to take out of it um so I think that about wraps it up that's been a really cute podcast I think uh thank you for joining us today and for listening in don't forget to follow us on social media at onpointwn and hashtag thrivecasters and um, we hope you've enjoyed what you've been hearing and join us next time for more conversations that matter to you.